Well, here we are, right on the cusp of Father's Day, a day just for dads. Even though, well, you know, moms get the Super Bowl, dads, we kind of get like a preseason game. That's okay. We're just happy to have a day. We're happy to have any day, really. Truth be told, I know a lot of moms actually have to play the dad role, too. So this is for you moms as well, for everybody, just to honor parenting. But this is really at the core of it. A communications program, right? Communication skills to deal with all different kinds of people. What better time, whether it's on Father's Day or later on, you're downloading this and hearing it on later, to figure out how to communicate with us dads, which you would think would be a simple thing. I think we're simple creatures, really, but I get it. We have our own set of weird phrases, unspoken things. There's language barriers, I think, that dads create because somehow, some way, we all become, in one way or another, our dads and we start acting like them. And in my case, I could speak to you personally, I start to use my dadisms that quite frankly, my family doesn't always understand. So I thought this is a great time to talk about how to understand dad speak. And that's what we're tackling today in this episode. Thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever especially wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for downloading and subscribing so you don't miss anything. Always appreciate that. Now, let's get right to it. There's some things that we just say you may not understand. I think they should be very simple to understand. I think a lot of the dads listening and watching right now will understand as well, but here we are. So be it. So I'm going to clear all that up for you right now. First and foremost, this is one that used to drive me absolutely up a wall before I became a dad. And then I completely understood it. My dad used to tell me all the time, whenever you lost something, where'd you lose it? It was perfectly understandable, perfect logic for him to say, what do you mean you lost your baseball glove? Where'd you lose it? And I'm thinking as a kid, well, if I knew that, I wouldn't come to you and say, dad, I lost my baseball glove or car keys or whatever it was. Here's what we mean when we say, where'd you lose it? It's a simple all right, I'll give it to you. Somewhat confusing way to say, all right, trace back your steps. Where's the last place you had it? Where do you remember? What do you associate with where you had the last item that you lost? That's all we're trying to say. You know, we're not trying to like, we're not trying to like disparage the situation you're in and put you down. We're just saying, well, where'd you lose it? Trace back your steps. That's all we're saying. That's all that means. Number two, ever have a dad in any situation, even one you don't know, call you chief, buddy, slick, Captain, pal, this is more on us. This is when we forget your name. We didn't really put in the effort to remember your name. And let's face it, as we get older, it gets tougher to remember names. This is what's going on here. When somebody calls you chief or slick, captain, pal, whatever it is, buddy, we're not trying to insult you. We just, we forgot your name. It's just kind of the way it goes without admitting it. Sorry about that, but that's the way it goes. That's what that means. How about this? Dads say this all the time. Again, one of those things that you become familiar with when you're a dad that you never said before in your life. I don't know when it changes. I guess it's biological. I don't know what it is. Any bill whatsoever, anything that comes in, restaurant, retail store, anything that you're responsible for paying. All right, what's the damage? The damage is the cost. It's, it's, it's our way to try to, like, I don't know, soften the blow of what's coming out of our checkbook and our credit card or whatever it is. What's the damage means, what am I going to have to pay for what we're experiencing right now? Number four, go ask your mother. This is another way, and a lot of these are just to soften the blow. When we say, yeah, I I don't know, go ask your mother. 
we're not trying to dump it on mom and all the responsibility. A mom, a lot of moms think this because moms also have this version. It's called go ask your father. What we're trying to say as parents is I'm very frustrated with you right now. I think the next words out of my mouth are not going to be friendly. Just please get out of here and go ask your mother, please. It's really a self-defense mechanism. What we're trying to say is, you know what? Buy me time. Go try to figure out a solution with your mom for whatever problem you're going through right now. And God, please let that happen. Because right now, I'm so frustrated with you. That's what go ask your mother means. I'm not trying to dump it on mom. Uh, this is a classic, and I think you know exactly what this is. And it applies to every single situation. Were you raised in a barn? Boy, that was a classic with my dad. Were you raised in a barn? Never understood that as a kid. Never. Not once. Became a dad. Uh, paying bills. Totally understood it. Completely understood exactly, exactly where my dad was coming from. Why were you raised in a barn? Can't afford this. What it means is unnecessary waste of electricity, goods, food, wasteful spending somehow in a situation that could be avoided. Again, the genius of dad in a simple kind of way of saying it. Once you understand what he means, you'll understand what he means. Um, this is a, another one that kind of gets dad out of a tough situation at times. You know, every once in a while when you fall asleep, you're not in a situation that you should be falling asleep. Well, just resting my eyes. That's all. No, just resting my eyes. Were you sleeping? Nope. Nope. That was not a full sleep. That wasn't even a nap. I'm just resting my eyes. Now, we know it was a nap. Anytime we get a chance to get any kind of sleep, whether it's 20 seconds or 20 minutes or two hours, we're going to take the opportunity. We know it was a nap. But what we're saying is I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I know I wasn't supposed to fall asleep right there as we're watching the family movie. I get it. But I'm just resting my eyes. That's what that one means. Uh, this one may be a regional thing. And it may be just in my family. I don't know. But my dad was famous for saying, whenever you came up with an explanation for something, I'd say, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get that homework done. But my dad would say, no yabuts. Did your dad say this? No yabuts. Meaning, no, you did or you didn't. You know what I mean? It's like Yoda. There is no try. There is only do. That's what dad, that's what we're saying with this. And again, I found myself saying this to my kids all the time. Confuse the all get out all of them. But that's what that means. No yabuts. You did or you didn't. Get it done or don't. That's what that means. All dad's trying to say is take responsibility. Um, it's not going to blank itself, fix itself. It's not going to clean itself. It's not going to something itself. Again, what we're trying to do as dads is try to say in the nicest way possible, get this done, please. What we're saying is, and you always say it's not going to blank itself to the person responsible you're trying to get done, right? Kids not fixing something, kids not cleaning up the, the, the something or other, or even a coworker, you know, that's not going to fix itself. You're trying to say, hey, do this now because it's your responsibility. It's another great dadism. I think all these are great dadisms, by the way. Uh, in my day, I never thought I would say this as a dad. I never, ever thought. In fact, I remember saying out loud to my wife when we got married, I'll never be that kind of dad where I'm saying, you know, in my day, gas was about half the price it is right now. Sure, then you know what? Here I am saying it all the time. In my day, you know, in my day, I used to walk uphill both ways to school. I don't know. There's no explaining it. It's just, I guess, hearkening back to the past when things you think in your mind were a little bit better. All dads say in my day. They do. Trust me. It's going to happen. 
If you're a new dad, oh, it's coming. Use it. Use it. It's a great tool. All these are great tools, you know, in my day. Comes out easy, too. And here's the one that I think all parents use. It's not just dad speak. It's parents speak. It should be just people speak. Because, again, it cuts to the chase. Cuts to the chase of what you're trying to say. Why? You're asking me why? Because I said so. That's what that means. This is the conversation ender. This is probably the most serious of all dadisms. This is, I'm not talking about this anymore. I'm tired of the mental gymnastics. Why are you doing this? Because I said so. End of story. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think enough people, especially parents, say this enough these days. Because I said so. Negotiation is over. Coddling is over. That's all done. Because I said so. The law has been written. So let it be written. So let it be done. Those are dadisms. There's a million of them, by the way. I just cherry-picked like 10 that I say all the time personally because I know why we say them. We're simple creatures, really. It doesn't take that much. It doesn't take much to make us happy. I think it's easier to understand. Maybe not. Again, a lot of these you're going to find out you say them all the time, but you never realized until you became a dad. And there's a lot of talk these days about trying to end the patriarchy or trying to get rid of dads. Dads aren't that important. Yeah, they are. Yes, we are. And if you're a dad, my simple message to you is love what you do. Look what you do every day, answering the bell for your family, for your kids, whoever you're responsible for, whatever family you contribute to, no matter what kind of dad you are, and say, I'm awesome for what I do. Because parenting is tough. Being a dad these days is even tougher. You deserve it. You rock. Hey, and by the way, speaking of Father's Day and gifts, this always seems to be another, I think, miscommunication as well. I just recently saw the survey that said dads, according to an American survey, are the most difficult person in the family to buy for. No, we're not. We're the simplest to buy for. I don't agree with this whatsoever. For example, you give dad a, some kind of a tool, something to, to get a job done easier. We love it. It's great. That's fine. You try that with mom. That's not going to go over as well. Try to get mom a wrench set or a vacuum. That's not going to go well. <laughs> Number one thing that people say is the greatest thing to get dad, though, is a meal out. You had me at meal. This one I'd have to agree with. I know this is kind of corny and it's fluffy, but a well-thought day out. Truth be told, honestly, jokes aside, it's really what us dads want. It's just some quality time with the fam. It's an awesome thing. Happy Father's Day. On the day, after the day, all year round. Thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, that's all over the place these days. Because I said so. There's a dadism for you. I'll talk to you soon.